It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are going to have Jay Foreman in the studio with us for this first segment. We have Kobe Webster, Husker Basketball. Uh, we appreciate him making time for us. 402-464-5685, Sartre Heyman text line, and the Honda Lincoln hotline. You can follow live on the video stream. Get to it. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Do that, do that, do that, do that. Chat rooms are open. Uh, let's bring in uh, point guard. Uh, and look, I think behind the scenes, a, 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 a more important piece of the roster than given credit because you are a peacekeeper and a placekeeper on this team. And I think that is a part of why I'm excited about having this conversation with you. Let's bring in Kobe Webster. Kind sir, how are you this morning? I'm good, man. I'm good. How you doing? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Well, but, you, know, you know, y'all are back Thursday. Yep, yep. Y'all are back Thursday. You figure out what Buzzy, what y'all, yeah, what the sure. rotation is going to be. Just, I was just talking to CJ about it on the way here. Yeah. So, yeah, no, we're going to be back. To get in, it, it, it's got to be difficult because I know how much you love the game. Mm-hmm. But it gives me faith that because you're a student of the game, you're constantly searching for ways to get better and to make yeah. things better, not only for yourself and for everybody. For sure. Let's go through last night first, mm-hmm. right? You guys were familiar with the, with the Hoosiers. You yep. knew yep. what they were going to run coming out. Um, what was the attack point? What was the thing that you thought – what was the offensive focus p- top of the list what how were you going to approach this thing um we had to play with a lot more pace in the half court i think when we get out in transition we're pretty good um but when a team scores we needed to you know make sure that we were cutting with pace screening bodies not just going through the motions um because they're a a physical i mean just every team is in the big 10 um defensively everybody's physical you know they have seven footers at the rim um guards that like to get up into you um, whether it's full court or they're meeting you at half court. So I think cutting with pace, making sure we were starting our offense, um, you know, around the three-point line, not getting pushed out, I think that was the big big key for us. Um, and then defensively, it was obviously just trying to keep uh, Trace uh, Jackson Davis um, from doing what he does. Do you guys ever go into a game and think like, all right, Trace is going to get off, but then let's pluck – this guy off you, you know what i'm saying yeah yeah you ever nah, say like, I, okay um, we're we gonna we, we understand we, now we ain't gonna let him score 40 right, you know but yeah, we're gonna yeah, like yeah. we we got a high and low that we're gonna get him yeah. but we're gonna get that guy and get right. him kind of you know what i'm saying yeah i think recently um especially playing against um the bigs we play i mean kofi coburn yeah. zach Eady at purdue right. and then trace back to back yeah to back, like yeah. yeah three three games in a row so i think that's sort of something we've um, done in those three games by letting Derek Walker yep. and Eduardo play one on one more yep. um, in the post instead of going double because we found when we went doubled um, against Ohio State, right. EJ Liddell, um, that's when I forget his name. He yeah. had thirty five. Well, yeah, yeah, he. I mean, he ain't had over thirteen before that, right? Literally. Yeah. So I think he had zero the game yeah. before. So yeah. it was just like um, when you give guys rhythm threes you know that that confidence uh can come back to bite you even if they're someone like that when they're right. 
they aren't really a score. But, right, because everybody's going to be able to hit yeah, open exactly. shots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Big Ten basketball, you can hit an open shot. And if you get a couple of them, you know, now you're on a roll and it's hard to stop that. So um, I think that's kind of been our game plan the past few games, just trying to, um, you know, just stay solid with the bigs down there, understanding that, you know, yeah. it might be a little bit of a mismatch in terms of the height. But we also know we got Derek on Derek the other defend, end who, yeah. who can – who can defend them, but also he can make them work on the offensive end too, which right. he's done a great job of. So, on a night like last night, um, with the with the enhanced focus on Derek offensively, he gets three shot attempts. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? Um, there's a there's a lot that goes into that. Um, I would say you know just everybody has his nights. You know, I talked to Derek, and uh, he had, he sent a text, and uh, we kind of talked before the game about some stuff. But, um, you know, it just, I think it's just one of those nights. You know, we obviously have been going through him um, a lot more in, the, in recent games. I think last night it was just, um, I don't know. I get, He didn't really get a whole lot of plays called for him, but that's something I think being close in the game, kind of played a part in that because a lot of times when teams go on runs we slow the ball down and like okay we're going to get Derek a touch and we're going to play through Derek because we know Derek not only can score and make that big work but he's going to he's going to find an open man he's going to come set a screen he's going to get a handoff whatever the case may be and so Indiana didn't really go on a huge run like we've seen and so that that could have played a little bit um, of a role in that but I definitely I mean with the dude shooting whatever it is from the 70 whatever from the <laughs> yeah. field like it's like yeah we got he's awful efficient yeah and, so and he's, a, he's effective around the rim against yeah bigger I mean guys. his touch yeah. his, I mean his footwork and being somewhat undersized right. um against a lot of bigs we've planned like to be shooting 70 plus percent from the field like yeah he gotta he, we gotta play through him like it's it, why not? Right, right, yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask because being I was at the game, the way I felt like the way the game was called made the game. And, and you just you know more because you were there and you know we're both playing and obviously when you're watching, it felt like the refs made the game kind of junky. You know it was very saying? slow, right? It right, was kind of it was like you could very, never kind of slow game. Yeah, it you wasn't getting a sweat. It, yep, but they yep. always were calling. Everybody was like watching, like what call are you calling? Yeah, like then yep. they kept having to go yep. do that. How do you guys be able to? All, right. Yeah. How do you guys? Um, you can't practice for that, right? But how do you maybe adjust your mindset to the way that they're calling yeah. these games? Because it affected, I think, us as Nebraska yeah. more than it affected Indiana. One, because yeah. they had the lead, but right. then two, you know, once they they it, was, it seemed like once we kind of got in the rhythm, then it'd be like, okay, now we got a two minute break yep. or something like that. Yep. So how do you try to adjust that as an athlete? Um, for me. Um, I would just, you know, huddling up is a big, big thing. That's something that coach has been preaching for um, since the beginning of the season, you know, whether it's on a free throw, dead ball, whatever. Um, And just continuing to talk. I think it's easy during those stoppages to lose the energy, to lose your vibe, like, man, come on, like, whatever. So I think, you know, huddling up, bringing guys over to the bench, um, talking out, you know, all right, what happened on this play? Right. What player are we running, you know, next time on offense? What can we do to stop this, to stop Trace from going left? Like, just little stuff like that, just keeping guys engaged. Yeah. Um, and that's sort of, you know, for me, uh, I guess I kind of embraced that role of, of just, like I said, observing, making sure I know sure. Um, the game plan. Like, 
I think when I'm on the bench, like I I know their What's play, like, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. their plays yeah. uh, just from you know working against our scout team and um, understanding coverage and stuff like that. So it's like making sure guys are engaged not only on offense but defensively. Sure. Um, so I think just keeping that talk up is the biggest thing during those stoppages. You mentioned being undersized, and Jay and I have talked about it several times. Rico's brought it up in, in his show as well. What's the possibility or, or the, the, the thinking that may be running Eduardo and Derek together some of those times? Has that ever been worked? Has that ever been run at practice? Has that ever happened? Um, a little bit, um, but that was really just when Will got hurt. Um, and so it kind of it kind of just had to happen for the sake of practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if the coaches have talked about that or thought about it or whatever, but um, I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, well, the other we're here thing, now, yeah, so right, you know. Right, yeah. we, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're like we gonna keep it real. Like, yeah. I mean, we're why not? Right. But um, like I said, I don't know if that's something that's been discussed. I know that coach likes having. Um, I mean, the shooters, four shooters on the sure. court. Um, so that may be, you know, part of the reason that he doesn't want to do that. But um, for me, it's like, why not? I mean, try something. Right. I, I wanted to ask, as a leader on the team, like you and Trey, when you have a – and I've played with football players like this. So I have a mm-hmm. – I think Eduardo Andre has a ton of potential, right? Yes, yeah. And then you just need the – I don't know, I hate – the maturity, yeah, right, yeah, to yeah. come with it. But I don't – because people will hear it and be, like, thinking, like, oh, you're dogging them. But just people uh, mature f- at a yeah. different rates, right? Yep, so you're very yep. mature. You've been through some battles. Yep, yep, you're just yep. more mature. And I always say there's a maturity where they come in. If you meet Eduardo, he'll be, yes, sir, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. But there's a – I always think there's a sports and athletic maturity, yeah, right, yep, which is yep. every single day being consistent. Yep. What's your job? Because you, I know you see – some of the things I see, and you see yeah. it way more than I do, <laughs> yeah, right? Right, right. Both good and bad. Yep. But I'm focusing on the things that you see that could be like, man, if he could do that every single game, yeah. you know how much better, you know, that yeah. would add. Yeah. What is your job as a leader to try to get that to be more consistent? Because you know if he's more consistent, yeah, then for sure. it's better for everybody. For sure. I think for me it's just talking to him. I, he's on, you know, that set. He's with the second group. Right. And so he's with me sure. um, majority of the time in practice. And so – I mean, I talk to him both on the court and outside of practice just about, you know, being mentally like you have the physical ability. You have it. I promise you do. I've seen you work out. I've seen what you are capable of in a scrimmage, in a game. But like you said, being consistent, I think just talking to him and – a lot of people may not know this, but he didn't start playing basketball. Right, that's what I'm saying. 14, 15 years old. The lack of experience too. And so – it's like you can get on him, but it's like you gotta, you gotta be realistic. Too. Yeah, you gotta understand. Yeah. Like, okay, he's been playing basketball for like six years. Right, that's maybe, it. Yeah, not even. And he's so, still learning stuff. You yeah, learn back in club yeah, basketball. Exactly. Right? I yeah. know a lot of stuff. So, but the thing with him is, there's, um, I guess, a respect level between me and him. And this kind of started. I think I kind of got his respect right. two summers ago when he first, or yeah, two summers ago when he first got here. Right. Um, I kind of humbled him. Right. You know, he came in. He was talking crazy. We're playing like two on two or three on three. Um, he can attest to this. I'm not just right. out here talking. Um, <laughs> he um, and, and like I, I was like he was on the other team, and I was giving him the business. Like, right. and I'm talking crazy. Like, yeah. I'm like, dude. Like, trust me. I've I've been here. I know. Right. I try you. You knew this. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I think that's sort of where it started. But there's just a respect level um 
in terms of you know if I'm coming off the pick and roll, I'm like, it works. Set set it here, and then roll, or yeah. or stop right here in the pocket so I can get it to you, or make sure you're on balance when you right. just little stuff little like things, that. Yeah. And Coach Nate, Coach Gates, all the coaches do a great job working with him on his footwork, on his touch around the rim, and so. When I'm watching, I try to pick up the same sort of sayings or yeah. phrases that they yeah, use. Yeah, keep it consistent. Yeah. yeah, and so when he hears it, it's basically just reemphasizing what you just worked on for 30, 45 30 minutes. minutes. Right. And so um, I think for me, that's just uh, – he's like I said, he's young. He He's going to be good. good. Right, yeah. So yeah. Um, I'm excited for him, really. There's, we're talking to Kobe Webster, Husker basketball. Uh, we've talked about lineups. And a way that some coaches and some programs will change the motivation, ambition, attitude of its squad is to change the starting lineup. We've pondered what 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 happens in keeping the second group together. There's value in keeping the second group together, but also we're also aware the offense runs differently when you're in the game. The Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xe. It's electrified, boogie, woogie, woogie. so you can boogie woogie woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie woogie woogie through the mud. Or boogie woogie woogie to work, where you boogie woogie woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Then you boogie woogie woogie to the elevator as he boogie woogie woogies after you, begging, please take me with you. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. How much of that is because you sit and watch? with the sole purpose of knowing what a team does so that you can get out on the floor and, one, communicate it, but, two, be able to effectively uh, do the things that are required for you to be successful? Um, I would say that's a – it's not a huge part. It's definitely a small part. But I think for me, um, the days before a game, like we go over a scout report, we watch film, we we have a scout team that runs their plays – so for me, it's like if I were starting, I would like it. It would be the same thing. I'm not out there to to score. I'm not out there to impress nobody. I'm not out there to do nothing but win the game. And so whether that if that means me going in the game and getting a, a bunch of buckets in a row like I did against Creighton, okay. If that means me going in and getting two quick assists like I did last night and bringing us and getting somebody else going, I'll, I'm out there to win. That's the sole purpose and so for me being on the bench I, I think it does give me a little bit of you know the vibe of the game you know when I do get in okay do we need to slow down do we need to pick up the pace do we need to whatever but I also feel like you know whether I'm starting or coming off the bench I know exactly what the other team's doing I've been around way too long to not pick up on okay when he passed the ball this way he gonna cut through this way he getting a back screen he's I know all that, and so and I really study those scouting reports. I know who can shoot. I know who I can close out short to, whatever the case may be. So um, it definitely plays a part. You know, being able to observe the game helps. But um, I think either way, you know, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I think it's in, in important. And uh, always, uh, we were talking earlier. I always kind of watch the interactions, TV timeouts, or yep. whatever. I always try to tell people whether you're playing basketball or football you always because when you're in the moment when you're out there playing I know like when I was out there playing like maybe I'm seeing something maybe because sometimes I think you kind of condition yourself this is what I'm seeing yeah but you always got to have somebody there that's your really your set of yeah. eyes yeah. be like hey yeah. you know hey they're hedging really really hard mm-hmm. and then I might not be thinking they are right well then if they're hedging really hard then you got to be looking 
you know, maybe to the left pocket yeah, or whatever yeah. because that's open right away because the other rotation is a little it's slow. Really, yep. So I think it's really good that you, you take that, uh, you know, that role because I think even towards the end of last year, the way that you played towards the end of the season, I wanted to ask, like, how how hard has it been? Uh, I know you had the injury to start out the season, but now you know that when you come in the game, and I'm a big proponent of when you play point guard or quarterback, you got to play the position first yeah versus playing basketball yeah you know and people don't understand that you know uh, what i'm saying that, that, I've, I never look heard, at, I've never heard anybody said that that because, that hit right there right yeah. because at the end of the day if you ain't playing them positions yeah it's just like you ain't got no <laughs> engine in your car you yeah. up there rolling you know you ain't with no hey yeah. there ain't no metro ain't no yeah. petrol in my metro no. you know what i'm saying <laughs> so yeah. how hard is it for you to because sometimes i think you know things and then you're like man i wish because sometimes people just don't think like yeah like you do, mm-hmm. and then you're like, man, we, if he only would think this way, mm-hmm. then it would be a lot easier. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Has that been a little bit hard for you? Um, a little bit. I think um, with the new roster, it's definitely tough to just jump into yeah. it. That's what people don't understand, yeah. man. I, so it's definitely tough. Um, and like you said, the way I played last year, the end of the season last year, that gave me like the utmost confidence, confidence right. you know, Um and especially after going through like a little lull yeah. where I did, so um, I feel like I got my I got my swagger back in, right. in those moments last season. Um, but this year, it's just been like I, I go out there to win, right? And so, you know, if I if we're down fifteen or whatever, right. okay, I gotta find a way to right. get us within right. four, right? Five, whatever. And so, um, it's it's definitely a little tough um, trying to reiterate different stuff or whatever, just because. People are wired different, right. you know, yeah. and so, um, but like I said, I think talking to guys and and not only talking negatively, right, but let sure. dudes yeah. know no. when they did no. something good. Right. You know, if you made a good pass, I'm gonna let you know that too. But I'm also let you know if you missed this block out. Right. And so, but I think you know, reemphasizing all the good right. also helps in okay, he he gonna do it again right. because I told him that was a good pass sure. or I told him that was a good play, whatever. And so. Um, I think just talking to guys and, and embracing that leadership role is what um, has really kept me mentally, um, I guess, locked in. Talk about, like I always like, say about this basketball team and the football team, they kind of kind of go like parallel, right? Whereas people look on paper like, oh, you got a veteran team. But I was like, man, they're inexperienced because they, you haven't played together. Yeah, you get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I don't think the – the everyday fan that's never and I've been blessed enough to be in be in situations like that. Right, you right. too. Just explain the difference because being a veteran team and been together for say like two seasons, right? Yeah. Versus just kind of all right, we just got together and then mm-hmm. now we're about to play. It's one thing to kind of go through workouts, but another thing you were playing yeah. through the yeah. Big Ten grind. Just explain the difference because I don't think people really understand the difference between being experienced on say like paper yeah. or experience of being together, traveling together, yeah. eating together, yeah. knowing what, knowing if, you know, say me and your teammates, y'all, Jay, Jay, I can see Jay just ain't in the, yeah. in the mood yeah. today. Yep. Yep. I can mess with him today yeah. or his shots off, or, you know, I could talk to him about a shot mm-hmm. or just let him be. That's just experience. Yeah, of, that's it. yeah. And it's not yeah. months. It's right. actually that's years. Be, yeah. I think, um, so the difference I would say is between having, you kind of, touched on it like having an experienced team which we do is having individuals who have been around college basketball for a long time people like me like yeah. Derek, trey lat 
Alonzo, like guys like yeah. that who have been in situations. But like you said, we haven't been in those situations together. together. Right. Um, and so I think Trey coming back last night, me and him on the floor together, me and Lat on the floor, me and Derek on the floor yeah. together, we have that season on our belt where it's like, okay, yeah, we know I know, I get, know right. exactly, you know, right. I know just, what right. he's going to. Yeah. So when I hit, when I passed the ball, I told him shoot. I said shot, shoot it. Like yeah. step into it. Mean, you've been working for two months right. on this. Yeah. Like I literally watched you in the gym. Yeah. You ain't been trying to dunk and yeah. all that. No, you've been working on your shot. I've watched you make that shot a hundred plus times <laughs> in a workout. I know you've made it plenty more than that that I haven't seen. Right. Shoot it. Yeah. And so it's like little stuff like that. Like, and obviously, I mean, me, Latin, Trey all roomed together last year. Sure. So that combination is always going to yeah, be That there, connection right. is always going to be there. But even with guys like CJ, who I haven't been with him for a long time, we have a radio show together. Right. Like, I'm with this dude. If you see one of us, you're, you you're bound to see the other yeah. one, you know. And so that connection is always there. And whether we're on the court together or not, like, there's always an interaction. If he's on the court, if he, you know, missed a shot, I'm I'm in his ear. Right. Like, next one, next one, next yep. one, whatever. Um, and so having that is is always appreciated, always good for a team because it makes things easy. Right. Like you said, you know when – when to get on somebody, you yeah, know, yeah. okay, he not feeling today. Let me let me yeah. let him just chill, whatever. So, um we're getting there and I mean It's a process, man. Yeah, yeah. it, it is. And it's hard when you're playing, you know, in the Big Ten. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, big, yeah, yeah it's yeah. no joke. It's, you yeah, don't you have no off night. Yeah, you ain't playing in the meat low league. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This ain't you ain't got no off night. So and um, another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um here's a here's here's a more important question, man. And this is honest to God truth, man. Okay, I'm just gonna ask you just because the way I like I used to play basketball. Here we well, go. Y'all playing Ohio State next, right? Yeah. Okay. Thirty-two. I don't care if you, I got some nil money. He comes down the lane. There's got to be somebody on this team, okay, that just accidentally places a forearm, elbow, like Rico. We saw right this here, coming, right? We saw this upside coming. Upside his head because because so, hey, I'm gonna tell you why though. He thinks he Debo. Sir, but sir, they on. cannot do this. Oh, yes, you can. Because I'm going to tell you this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. He thinks he's Debo. He really isn't, though. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And you De- know that, right? He, well, I've seen it. Right. He, I've seen he how he Derek. Right. Because that's him. what it, yeah. he He picks and chooses who he's going to uh, try to sure. punk. But then when D. Walker came over there, yeah, now then, all, sudden, then all of a sudden now you want to be, hey, man, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, that's what I'm saying. You get what I mean? Now, I when I'm talking yeah, about you nah, got to pick, gotta some, be, pick somebody yeah, off, gotta be, yeah. you got to let them know what type of party it yeah, is, right? Just yeah, like when yeah. old boy, uh, when he drove baseline and he tried to raise up last nah, night. after you're he, on your back. Okay, yep. <laughs> Full hey, disclosure. Now your hey, hip hurt. Hey, those were the opinions hey, of Jay Foreman. Hey, those welcome, are not, hey, 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 the opinions and values discussed by Jay Foreman do not represent 93.7. Listen here. You're just not going to come in here. Yeah. And just disrespect my teammate and think you're going to do it again. Yeah, nah. You, and and, yeah, and nah. The, the, thing, the best thing I liked about D-Walk, though, he did it. He And he knew it was a TV timeout. He walked right to the bench and somebody oh, yeah. had it. Somebody yeah. had a seat for him. He just like, give me some water. Yeah. Hey, hey nah, that's, that's what good. it is. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. nah, I feel you, though. I feel you. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do something that you normally don't do. Establishing a presence. Right. Establishing that presence. Um, yeah, setting, really just setting the tone. Because you don't know how I learned it from. I learned this from... Avery Johnson, and he was talking about playing against John, um, Hornacek, 
in Stockton, mm-hmm. and they run yeah. the pick and roll. Yeah, and, and he was asking, I forget who the veteran was at the time that he was playing behind, and he was like, man, I can't do it. I, I think he might have been asking Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. And so Isaiah Thomas said, listen here, here's what you need to do against Jeff Hornacek. When he comes off that pick, you jack him with your fo- – now, you can't do it now. Jack him with that forearm, and he'll never do it again. Mm-hmm. And every Johnson, he said – you know, he probably wasn't. He was a rookie. probably wasn't yeah. thinking – he said he laid him down. He said for the rest of his career, I'm he cool. had, he, he, <laughs> I'm good on he, that he screen. Was, he was good on that, on that screen, and that sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, no, nah, I I I learned it from um from Kobe Kobe yeah. Bryant. He when he played T Mac, I guess T Mac had like a, a small like a back injury a little like early in the season. Yep, went up T Mac. I guess went up for. I'm trying to think. It was one on one up for a rebound. T Mac landed. Kobe like. Yep. Yeah, I remember hearing this story. Straight in the elbow, right. like, el- or in his back, elbow in his back, and. T Mac stiffened up and walked over to the bench, and Kobe was like, yeah. "All right, now they best player right. going." Hey, I tell you what, when I used to see somebody with a with an injury, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I, and I'll never forget this. I was a rookie or second year. I was playing with Sam Gash, and we were playing against Zach Thomas, who should be a Hall of Fame linebacker. He was playing with the mm-hmm. Dolphins at the time. And back then, they didn't have concussion protocol. Right, yeah. You get knocked out, you get smelling salts, you back in you're there. Back in but I guess Zach had a bad one, right? Yeah. And so we were getting ready for the game, and we used to call Sam Big Cuz. And he he would actually play football with a big old dip in his mouth. And he had this big old neck brace. And he was just, he was just like breathing heavy. I was like, what's up, Big Cuz? He's like, yeah. He's like, I got to take him out by the second quarter. And I'm like, what you mean? He's like, yeah, he got a concussion. He's like, he's going to be asleep by the second quarter when I got the Yo. So I'm like, I told one of my linebackers, I said, yo, Big Cuz said he got a takeout order, right? <laughs> we looking out there. He came through on this first ISO, and he raised up. like It was like, you ever see two Rams? <laughs> he hit this dude, bam. Hey, talking about, hey, Zach Thomas, sleep for real. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, he, re- I mean, that's it. But that's it. Yeah. But it was just the mindset you had. You know, yeah. you don't want to ever hurt anybody. Yeah, like, yeah, nah, yeah. We're not out here trying to hurt people. Game, nah, hey. I got, like, you yeah. got to watch was that, different. But, but the yeah. whole point it's of just, it is. It's, it's a mental thing, though. It's a mental thing. It's letting somebody know, right. like, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. Not about to, yeah. And there is no nah, there is sure. no easy way that you're going to yeah. get anything. Fred in his office right now writing letters. Fred he's like, son of a Any chance that I was going to get to come to practice, it's done. It's done. I've been asking Buzzy, and Buzzy, Buzzy must have heard like when me say it the other time. He's like, "Yeah, we gotta keep him away." Cause yeah. I'm talking about, "Hey, I'm coming out." You know, like, I told you what they they said that when I told him to run out the stadium with the baseball bat. They're like, "Listen here, you, Listen, you, you can't do it. way too far. Hey. You can't do okay, it. Okay, we got all these little donors and kids around here. Any questionable anything that happens against Ohio State, can be like, "Damn it, Jay Foreman." Jay, like, yeah, like it's, it's, they gonna be like, hey. it, was, "It was him." Well, we, was him. we we appreciate the first thing. Jay appreciate you. Yeah, well, man, I gotta we'll get, get out get, here before you get in trouble. Yeah, 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 he yeah. clotheslining. He clotheslining. They're all coming out to wrestling music, man. They're all, like, like, they're uh, all right, coming man. out. All right, we'll throw the break. Yeah, More one-on-one with Kobe Webster when we hey, come back. Hey, you can't start showing up. With- Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One-on-One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.